bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits but a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Hey, um, I was talking to Zach. Healy's are ugly. Okay, we're back. <laughs> I'm just saying. Eh. Eh. Too many colors. I like basic. 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 833-212-1017 is the number. Before I get to my top five at five, I want to go. Derek said, whatever happened to mothers and big sisters jumping double dutch? Does anybody even know how to jump double dutch? Like, that should be one of those questions I have. I should go around with my microphone, with my recorder, and start asking women, hey, do you know how to jump double dutch? You, do you know how to jump double dutch? No? I tried several tra- times. I can't do oh. it. Can you, Oh, well, then I'm going to ask my final question. But I was going to ask, do you know how to enter? Like, that's the problem. I can't enter, but I can, I can really twirl. I can do it, but I can't jump in. Hmm. Yeah, you got it. One, and then when you jump, you have to jump both feet in, then jump. Most people jump in and think they can try to start jumping, and they can't. Nope. Because when you're doing this, yeah, I catch the rope. You're entering on stop. Then it automatically comes around and you start jumping. But you have to, depends on the side you come in on, is the leg you have to raise. Does that make sense? No, I know all of it, yep. So if you come in from the left, you have to jump in, set, and then raise your right leg because it's going to come around. You know how to double dutch? You come in from, yeah, I know how to double dutch. You, can you still do it? Yes. Shut up, really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> See? Small things. And growing up with two older sisters. 833-212-1017 is the number. Scott said, Dr. Ken, 
Don't tell me that you have pink shoes. What are you, an ex-pimp? No, 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 no. Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated has pink and green. Well, they don't have. Well, I guess some of them do say AKA. Anyway, some of them wear pink and green uh, chucks with pearls on them. So I'm just saying. No, I'm not an ex-pimp. The fact that you would think that is weird to me. Um, Mike from Mill Road say, Chucks are bad for your feet. Yes, Lord, they are. Wear Air Max to all my old. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, are those all yours? Ooh, good life. That's what I'm talking about. Good life. You say, I'm old. Yeah, you is. One. Is that the same pair or is that two different kinds of, that must be one, two, three, four, five, six different pair of Chucks. Yeah, that's old school. 833-212-1017 is the number. So be sure to tune in this Saturday. You heard it. 10 a.m. for another episode of Soft Life Chronicles presented by all of us, Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships. Denise Thomas will be joined by Dr. Gina Green Harris, Dr. Nia C. Norris, and Mirtha Sosa Pacheco from all of us, Milwaukee, to discuss the importance of breaking the silence and having an open dialogue about the impact of Alzheimer's and dementia. I said that wrong. Dementia and all the things that they can do to an individual impacts they have on both individuals and their families. Make sure you listen. South Life Chronicles, 10 a.m. Saturday, presented by all of us, Milwaukee, on the new Award-winning 101.7 The Truth. And at 11 o'clock, you can check me out with Fred Johnson, Vice President and Wisconsin State Manager for Erie Insurance. The new show, Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance. We'll be discussing what the Erie difference is and why more than 90% of their customers stay right there with Erie Insurance and what sets them apart from the rest. Make sure you don't miss it. 11 o'clock, Saturday, Diversity and Excellence, powered by Erie Insurance. Insurance, And then at 12 o'clock, we go back to all of us, Milwaukee at the Center for Community Engagement and Health Partnerships, where the men get to talk about, along with Caroline Nickerson, myself, and Bashir Easter, Dr. Bashir Easter, we're going to celebrate science and promote the benefits of having a better understanding of science and technology. Um, I think the show will be great because, because you'll hear information on little experiments we do every day that we don't really think about as being experiments, but they are. And so I think, I think you'll really enjoy it. Caroline is a PhD student and she's one of those smart people, you know, so she, she gets to school me and Bashir on a lot of things. And so it's, it, it's really cool and it's really thoughtful. And there's a program coming up that you might want to hear about. So make sure you're listening. That is at noon on Saturday, Men Making Health Priority, presented by all of us Milwaukee right here on the new 1017 The Truth. And if I was remiss, got to remind you at 1 o'clock, there's another episode of More Than a Movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. Carrie Noni be joined by health justice advocates to discuss black maternal health and the impact it has on black birthing people. Is, is Are birthing people like women? Women. Okay. Um, again, that's more than a movement powered by Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin this Saturday, one o'clock. So we got a full, 
four hours that I think you will be impressed with healthcare, social justice, things that are important to you as an individual, both men and women. So make sure you check it out right here on the award-winning 101.7 The Truth, Planned Parenthood Advocates of Wisconsin. All right. I think that's all for me. I'm going home. So I'm checking out and I'm going home. But before I try to, Alan said, Alan, see, we can't take Alan out no more. What about desert boots and even older pedal pushers for boys three-quarters? Dude, stop. Boys wearing three-quarter length pants? I think they were just short or the boy grew and the pants, they never got new pants. But we ain't doing boys three-quarter length pants. That's <sighs> sacrilege. I didn't know that little tidbit about AKA. Sorry, Doc. Yeah, man. Keep trying to call, calling me an ex-pimp. What's wrong with you? I think I would be, I wouldn't be, look, let me shut up. I wouldn't be caught dead in pink shoes. Boom. Yeah, in order to get in, you got to wear these shoes. What color are they? Pink? Mm. Well, it also depends on how much y'all pay me to. I'm just saying. Like, I never thought I'd wear a pink shirt. And I got a pink polo because my daughter was playing rugby. And they were in the national championship. And they told all, my daughters both graduated from DSHA. My oldest daughter played rugby, and they said, DS dads are wearing pink shirts. How can I show up and not wear a pink shirt? But then again, you know where I'm going to wear it to? I'm going to wear it when we clean up the neighborhoods. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. <laughs> My brain said I'm your horse. <laughs> 833212. I think we might be trying to find a qualifier for the one call. That's all thing. So make sure y'all, you know, hang around and listen because I don't know when we do the one call. That's all when we play the thing. Y'all need to be the blank, blank caller, right? Because I'm going to play it sometime this hour. I'm just saying. Um, Derek said to Melanie Ricks, what makes me happy is you telling the truth. Oh, isn't that cute? Hush, Derek. Anyway, um, Brian. Okay, Brian, dude. Brian, we got to fight. Okay, evidently, Brian has absolutely positively no idea what the heck he's talking about. He said, Dr. Ken, I think you have the name of the game wrong. Females don't play rugby, dude. Rugby is a European or Canadian somewhat gay white dude game. Perhaps you got it confused with flag football, bro. Now, I'm pretty sure he's being facetious and being over the top and being silly because he wanted me to read it on the air. But if Brian is actually telling the telling a joke, Brian is funny. If Brian is telling the truth, Brian is stupid. The reason Brian is stupid is because DSHA has one of the best rugby teams, U19, under 19, in the world, like in the country. When my daughter was there, they had won six straight U19 invitational titles 
for women's rugby in the country. Man, go sit down. Beat it. Hey, block Brian. Don't if if the first four digits of Brian's phone number, unfortunately, is probably like 10 million other people with the same three digits. Block them. The whole that block them all. Just so Brian can get in. You silly, Brian. You silly, Brian. 833-212-1017 is the number. I started out all this stuff, and it morphed into shoes. So tell DJ Brother Z, I was, I don't like Heelys. I don't like them. They not. The reason I don't like them is because, not because they got wheels on them, but because they come in too many colors. If I gotta, if I gotta figure out all that with all them colors, it's like no. It's like absolutely no. I mean, it's just pretty much unconscionable. Let me do my work because y'all about to. <clears throat> drive me up a wall it's gonna drive me up a wall so yeah anyway number five so the emmy's office has stated there was a fire that mel talked about during the news where a 27 year old woman and a 16 month old baby were killed on the south side Fire started near a home on 19th and Burnham, ended up spreading to three more houses where um, the medical examiner says they had two victims tentatively identified as a 27-year-old woman and a 16-year-old baby girl. Autopsies have been scheduled. Fire crews made an aggressive fight on the attack, but officials say the high winds and heavy smoke made the fire challenging. I can't even get it out. I keep thinking about a 16-month-old baby, um, the high winds. And so we're already in a red, what do they call it, a red flag warning? A red warning, a, a red flag warning. We, we got to, like, that just made it real. You know, we talk about it, but when you see it, and it spread rapidly to all of the, uh, Yeah, that's rough. That is definitely and totally rough. Number four. Well, two people were hurt in a crash near Fond du Lac and Capital. So it's Fond du Lac and Capital, Center and Capital, um, Berlin Capital. Oh, just stay off Fond du Lac and stay off Capital. That's good. However, two people were injured. Seriously, in a crash that happened near Fond du Lac Avenue and Capitol Drive, police say a driver disregarded what a red light collided with another one. Uh, The vehicle that ran the red light, a 20 year old man, had to be extricated from the car and transported to local hospital for life threatening injuries in critical condition. Driver of the vehicle that was struck as a 36 year old Menominee Falls woman was transported to local hospital and also treated for serious injuries. We got to do something. We got to do something um, to change this. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven 
833-212-1017 is the number. We're in the middle of the top. Five at five. Number three. Well, this Louisville thing that's going on, right? This Louisville shooting where the guy went into the bank and did all the shooting and shot up the place well. One of the victim's daughter of the mass shooting at the bank said her mother had just moved to Louisville two weeks prior to that for a new job. And then two weeks into Louisville, she was killed while at the bank. In a city she knew nothing about. Now her daughter's there in a city that she knows nothing about. She's been there two weeks and she lost her mother. They moved there from Henderson, Kentucky, was thrilled to begin her role. Her mom was a loan officer at Old National Bank at work for two weeks. And she ends up losing her life because a deranged man who decided he didn't want to be fired from his job. That's terrible. Ends up killing other people. Number two. Well, Cardinal Stritch president reflects on the closure and trying to get help for students. Dr. Dan Schultz told CBS58.com on a one-on-one interview that it's a little overwhelming as the college announces permanent closure, leaving students and staff scrambling for options. And I know several people who work at Cardinal Stritch. And so, you know, my prayers are with them and they've got to have questions, but they also need options. Um, it's, it's a range of things that are going on. The announcement of the permanent closure came as a shock to everybody. And a lot of people were left wondering if they could have been told sooner by senior leadership. Like they should have known when they started the school year, they weren't going to finish. But I can't speak for them. I don't, I don't know the, the, the inside things that are happening. Schultz did explain how the university hoped to survive a dire financial situation which included a $6 million deficit, but ultimately time ran out. It wasn't until January and into February that we saw we probably weren't going to make it financially. So we tried many different avenues to try to raise that money to close the gap, and we were ultimately unsuccessful. And so Schultz said the university board reached this decision April 5th, voted to inform the Sisters of the St. Saint- Francis of Assisi the university sponsoring order and the news made public on the 10th and university leadership spoke with faculty and staff on the 11th. A town hall was on the 12th for students and the focus is now helping the stretch community, especially students transfer to other institutions. They've created teach out agreements, transfer agreements, all sorts of things. And um, all I can say is pick up the phone and call Concordia university. They're up the street right there in Mequon. I'm a professor there, and I think uh, I think this will really work out. Speaking of, several colleges in Wisconsin have reached out to Cardinal Stritch to offer ways to help facilitate the transfer. Among them is who? Concordia University, Wisconsin, a 10-minute drive up the street. Michael Uden, Concordia's vice provost, and that's where I teach, um, for student enrollment and engagement, said it certainly saddens us to see this development. And they'll be holding a virtual information session tonight at seven o'clock for Cardinal Stritch students who want to look at Concordia. And if you go to this story, there's a 
link here and you can click it and you can go to the virtual thing and it's you know something that can at least help at least consider it that's going to be pretty tough for uh students of all types it it's and it probably scares students who are in other schools who are thinking about um what'll happen in the coming weeks number 1 well here you have it. 51 Milwaukee police officers received their badges today in celebration of their graduation as Class 2, 2022. Yesterday was my 30th anniversary, Class 193 from the Milwaukee Police Department. That was my graduation day. That was my swearing-in date, put it like that. Um, they have, Chief Jeffrey Norman says they have 51 dedicated diverse men and women standing before him. Um, Their department committed to a 30 by 30 pledge, a promise to have recruit classes of 30% women. Well, we don't have that exact number. I'm proud to say we're over 20% in this particular class. One of the graduates, Milwaukee's own Marita Maritza Reyes, officer Reyes will be serving in district two, the district where she grew up. And so just so you know, we got 55 new cops that are out on the street, and they should have more because the Common Council was gracious enough to give them money to have more. So I think that'll be pretty promising. Um, pretty interesting. 833-212-1017 is the number. Uh, you can hit us also on the talk and text line. We've got that coming in. This and more about the top five at five or anything that's going on today, shoes, hats, Clothes, pinky rings, whatever you got. We might even talk about domestic violence when we come back from traffic, sports, and weather, which, ironically, is up next. This Associated Bank Sports Update on 1017 The Truth is powered by ESPN Milwaukee. I'm Brandon Snide. Milwaukee Brewers lose their first series of the season, dropping the Wednesday afternoon rubber match to Arizona by a final of 7-3. Jason Junk, who got the start for the injured Brandon Woodruff, went four and a two-thirds innings while surrendering four earned runs. The Brewers, they are right back at it tonight in San Diego to take on those Padres. First pitch is scheduled for 840. You can tune in to full coverage over on 620 WTMJ, beginning at 8.05. The Milwaukee Bucks have an official tip time for their first-round playoff series. Sunday at 4.30, the Bucks will look to begin their playoff run and will get the winner of Friday's Chicago and Miami play-in game after the Bulls defeated Toronto on Wednesday night. This sports update is brought to you by Associated Bank, proudly supporting your hometown team's member FDIC. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. So, April is Financial Literacy Month, and The Truth has you covered on learning about how you can best manage your finances. So next Wednesday, truth be told, we'll be joined by a representative from Educators Credit Union to discuss financial strategies to help you better manage your finances. That's every single Wednesday this month in April, Financial Literacy Month on the Truth Be Told with Denise Thomas and Telly Hughes. So 
So you check that out. Um, Black-owned businesses give back is back. We have, again, teamed up with Associated Bank to help black businesses in Milwaukee grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk will be giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth for official rules. Head to blackbusinessgiveback.com. Associated Bank member, FDIC. 833-212-1017 is the number. Brian says, Stretch has been dying on the vine for several years. The school just wasn't exciting enough for this current generation of questionable children. Well, Brian, I would say that the enrollment cliff that was talked about, so in 2018, 2019, I'm sorry, 2008, 2009, that, that time, they estimated that the number of kids that were being born was down significantly. So the estimate was that in 18 years, which is 2026, if my math is right, those kids wouldn't be there. So in about 2026, the incoming class of college freshmen would be down and they estimate it right because of the population change less kids um, people not having children younger gen x older millennials not having children they suspect or suspected and calculated that there would be about a 15 percent drop in college enrollment and so things were going along and they were changing and doing more things all colleges you know doing more things Few of them closed, both for-profit, non-profit. Few of them closed. And they were able to, you know, figure out how to grow. And it was methodical. So you may not grow at 10 or 15% or or whatever. You might you might grow at like, you know, two or three percent, but it's still growth, right? COVID hit. And literally 2020, 2021 caused a 7% drop. So what we thought we were going to get in 2026 at 15%, we got in 2020, 2021, a 7% drop. Well, if you can imagine a 7% drop on the way to a 15, that means in the coming years, 15 is going to come significantly quicker because 7% of it is gone that fast. So then what do you do? We're starting to see the effects of it. Another 8%. Think about that. As we get closer to 2026, less of those kids are going to be going to school. We already have technology. We already have um, jobs that kids can get that's actually um, you only need certification. Then what? Like, how do you overcome that? So, I don't know. Yeah, some people are talking kind of strange, but anyway. Southside Frank says, (laughs) 
funny. Uh, Ken and staff are invited to drinks and a bite at my place. Open offer. Please give one day advance notice. <laughs> it says, please include all air, all live air castmates or teammates. I guess that don't include you. So there you go. <laughs> 833-212-1017 is number. Brian, go somewhere. Um, so your thoughts. So you were you were having this um soliloquy about domestic violence. You said you came across a story about domestic violence before we go to break, so I wanna yeah, put it I, out there. Okay. I came across a story about um I think her name it's like Showfield. Okay. At the end is her last name, I have to double check it, but I wanted to get your perspective on that scenario. Basically, she's been involved in a domestic violence situation with her spouse or boyfriend. She went to seek the police several times and then it ultimately ended with her being murdered by this man. So I'm a big true crime advocate. I like to listen to it. And from what I experience or read or engaged in, they have had many women who have had the same experience. So I thought it was a failure on the police's part that they, she went and did all the right steps, but then she ended up being murdered. Um, but I would like to hear your perspective as someone who's worked in the, uh, as a police officer. Okay. Um, one, I don't have enough information. That's one. Two, we don't know what, what transpired between her and the police. We don't know whether or not she had enough information. Um, we work off of probable cause, reasonable suspicion, stuff like that. Your word sometimes is not enough because I can say, hey, y'all, Rhea came in and slapped me upside the head and I want her arrested. Based on that, I can come arrest you or can I? We don't we don't know the we don't know the situation. We don't know the details. So it's hard to weigh whether or not the officers did the right thing or the wrong thing or did follow up or didn't follow up. We don't know. But what we have to know is that we have to always look at a totality of the circumstances. What happened from the time she was a victim to the time she was killed, the time that she reported it to the police and the time she went back home. Like there are a lot of variables and information that's not there. So people are always quick to say, well, it's the police fault. It's a failure in the police. People are always quick to say, oh, Dr. Ken always sides with the police because he's the police. No, I'm. if you're wrong, you're wrong. That's how life is. You know, sometimes life sucks and you're wrong. But we don't have enough information. We need to know what she said, what he did, all those things. Many states have mandatory arrest laws that says if you commit domestic violence, it's a mandatory arrest. And the DA can, and under certain circumstances, the DA can not prosecute or prosecute, whatever whatever it is, the DA gets to decide that. Um, they're, inter, they're, 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 they're intervening things that can occur with that because many times, and I, and I say this in a very limited way, no, let me, let me say this, sometimes women don't follow through. Sometimes they say, you know what, we don't have enough to go in because you're scared of a person who didn't have a weapon, who didn't do this. You know, it doesn't match the criteria of the particular state to say, yes, we'll go find him and arrest him. Even if it's disorderly conduct, domestic violence, right? You know, 
a third party calls, somebody calls, I hear fighting, blah, blah, blah. You, you live together, you're married, you meet the criteria. You can still get arrested for domestic violence for disorderly conduct. But if it doesn't meet that, we give suggestions like change your phone number, uh, get off of social media, uh, put, put space between you and this person, make sure you're not as easily, um, not, not recognizable, accessible, stuff like that. Many times people don't want to do that. I don't want to have to change my phone number. I, I don't think I should have to. If you want to keep yourself safe, there's some things you have to proactively do for yourself. Is it fair? Absolutely not. But then when people decide they don't want to do that, sometimes bad things happen. Sometimes is it the police fault? Sure. But many times he or she may not come to court and then the case is dropped and then the person gets mad and is this the same information you give or advice you give to people with children? Because I feel like that makes it different. Not different. I mean, different. But, like, is there any other information or advice you give to women who have children that are involved? Because if you have kids, it's harder to change your number and to kind of reset your life that way when you have kids involved. So is it hard for you to tell your kids a new phone number? Is it hard to put a new phone number in your kid's jacket or sew it in? You know what I mean? That's that's what our parents used to do. See, there we have become so enamored with um, technology that we forgot just basic old school things to do. My mother used to pin my phone number on my coat as a little boy going to school because I couldn't remember it. I was a little kid, but the school had the number, phone numbers in my pocket with a with a little with a little pin and like safety pin. Like, there are basic things you can do. It sounds trite, but there are basic things you can do in order to keep yourself safe. It's hard. Now you're talking about money. You need a network. You need people to support you. And then we have some dumb friends who decide, well, I think they should be together. He shouldn't be. That's his wife. And then tell him her number. Tells him where she is. Stuff like that. So, And it's unfortunate. And those people should probably be charged too. But, you know, that's just me being vindictive. And it's unfortunate. It's it's unfortunate. It's um Yeah. But anyway. One call, that's all. One call, that's all is right. See, I should have had that if I was reading the right thing. Look at that. Oh well. I'm taking caller number three, eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. If you've ever been injured in an accident, give Gruber Law Officers a call. One call, that's all. We have the 5K giveaway. If you want to qualify, because I gave away $5,000 March 31st. So if you want to qualify, we are in a new quarter. Start at April 1st. And if you want to be a qualifier, give us a call. Caller number 3-833-212-1017 is the number. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Okay, so I got to see what's going on. Um, There's a movie coming out called Big George Foreman. Anybody going to see it? The miraculous story of the once and future heavyweight champion of the world. I wonder. I just never was into boxing. Like punching people in the face. <laughs> like, like a, yeah, football. I could tackle you and knock your brains out, but punching you? Oh, the humanity. Sometimes I read articles and I wonder where do they get their information. And and I know that some of it is is based on sound information, but I'm I'm wondering Okay, so I'm on news1.com. There's an article on here that talks about being black in America and coping with stress. But then the subtitle of this article that was published today by Bilal G. Morris is America was built on the premise of stressing out black folks. And I'm like, how? I'm trying to wonder how that was so. The story talks about the mind is a powerful thing, and if you don't conquer it, it will conquer you. He's at, Bilal says, this is something I often tell myself when a wave of stressful thoughts come crashing through my mind. I wonder how old Bilal is. They talk about slavery ending 158 years ago. Systemic racism was baked into the crust of America. But many of us have dealt with it and have despite of in 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 spite of it done well they go on to say black people in america have been dealing with unseen levels of stress since the founding of the nation so it's very easy for us to overlook it but i'm here to tell you not to overlook it anymore because it's killing us although stress isn't something just black folks deal with our lives can be inundated with it. And they talk about the, according to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health, adult blacks are 20% more likely to report serious psychological distress than white people. That I agree with. But they're also likely to have feelings of sadness, hopelessness, and worthlessness than white adults. I think one of the things we have to look at is the causes of that. To make a general statement about that, you can agree or disagree. They went on to add it that adult blacks living below poverty are two to three times more likely to report serious psychological distress than those living above poverty. This is why it's very important to understand what stress is and ways you can combat it. So are you saying that the majority of black people live, live under poverty? That the majority of black people live in poverty. Those are some of the things that, that need to be unpacked in this particular story.
And so I, I just I just wonder the the it I'm gonna have to dig into this and really read it so that so that it can really be something that yeah that's interesting. They talk about stress levels of low energy, headaches, insomnia, nervousness, frequent colds and infections, aches, pains. Tense muscles, loss of sex drive, skin and hair problems, cardiovascular disease, heart disease, high blood pressure, abnormal heart rhythms, heart attacks and strokes. Children can do that. Okay, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Children can do that. Okay. Yeah. Um, and how do you start to overcome it? Yeah. Go see a therapist. Start to rest. Eat right. Lose weight. Work out. Change the things that feed you, the negativeness, but don't avoid it because if you avoid it, you'll end up getting smacked all the way down because when it hits you, you'll never get back up. You got to experience some things so that you can know you can take it and then from there build up. And that's why many times things don't look like it bothers me because been there, done that. When COVID hit, and we've had all kinds of little things happen in your life and you just adapt and overcome. And that's what you do. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Never miss a show by streaming us on multiple platforms. Truth Ask, Spotify, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I'm not telling Kyle thank you because he left. So forget him. Thank you, Rhea. Appreciate you. All right. Tory Lowe Show's coming up next. I'll see you in about 22 hours. And then I'll be back. I'm out. <laughs>